this is Semlife. This is Sun Life. I'm Caleb Kuster Stefan, your host for this magnificent show. Maybe your best friend, maybe your best friend that's a seminarian, unless you're really good friends with another seminarian that I don't, that I don't know about. Anything's possible, I'll be honest with you. With me on today's show is Matthew Cook or Cookie, Nolan Martin, Isaac Hilger. Nolan, Isaac, <laughs> this is your first time on the show. Um, we'll hear from you more later on, but first, just give us your hometown and your parish. That'd be great. Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I'm from San Elizabeth, Ann Seton. Where'd you go to high school? I didn't ask that. Uh, Bishop Carroll. Awesome. Okay. Uh, my hometown is St. Joseph Oast. If you know where that's at, probably not. But that's also my home parish. And I went to high school at Andale. What's Andale's? I used to know Andale's mascot. Uh, the Alliance? The they are the Goddard Lions. Indians. Yes. Andale Indians. Yeah. Uh, so about two weeks ago, I guess it'd be a, a weekend ago, we came back from a, a free weekend. So about this time last week... Uh, we'd all be uh, piling into the, the house at different times, uh, coming back f- from the weekend. Uh, does anyone have any uh, special things or unusual trips they took? So I went to Manhattan. Ooh. Obviously, I'm a seminarian, so the first thing I do is I look for the church. So. <laughs> what, a, what a pious boy you are. What a good pious boy. Well, it's also because uh, Carson Dugan, a friend of the show, was like, hey, my dorm's near St. Isidore's, which was like a block and a half. But what a that's beautiful near. church. And so... Uh, as I'm walking in, I'm carrying my bravery. At the time, I kind of forgot about it. And uh, Father Nick, I believe his name is, and this guy named Jared. I didn't know his name is Jared at the time because I met him a few hours later at the K-State basketball game. Anyway, I'm walking in, and he's like, sauce me, and he goes, are you a seminarian? <laughs> <laughs> he can smell it on you. <laughs> and I'm like, how did he know that? <laughs> I looked down into my hands. I said, oh, my bravery. <laughs> Cook, how was your free weekend? You, because here's here's what I heard. I heard in the in the weeks leading up to this free weekend, I yeah. heard Cook and Will and Cole. I think was Cole a part and, of this? Uh, Max Janello, yeah. Patrick Carney, but some all- some cool totus tuus folks. Yes. There's this grand trip plan where they're going to hit all the major universities across yeah. the northern just, swaths of the state. A multi-state two, trip headed. But. Well, several, several yes, we could okay. say and yes, still yes. be and still get along with that. <laughs> Multiple states visited, several college campuses seen, friends by the fives, probably at least five friends that you'd see maybe. Ten maybe. A crazy, uh, wow, wow. Benedictine. A crazy trip. That. Yeah. A crazy trip. So, so tell me about what happened on this crazy trip that I heard so much about. So we had, uh, this was planned way back during Christmas break actually. Uh, we said, Wow, we've got a free weekend this time. Anyone else want to do anything this time? And so Patrick and Max sort of said yes, but they weren't signed to it. And so a week or two before, we sort of finalized it. Uh, had plans with to stay with uh, Matt Dolchek up at Conception. He was going to get us a couple rooms up there. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, we were going to go to Benedictine, stay there for a little while and hang out with some Wichita people. I had some several friends of uh, of Wichita and then friends of friends up there that we were going we to stay up with up there. Long story short, the snow came uh, and we decided... Best not to go. As yeah, I, th- I think I think it was a prudent choice, but it's a boring choice, is what it was. It was the roads were clear. Boring, boring yeah. choice. <laughs> <laughs> I shrugged my shoulders, which is what they're laughing at. <laughs> no, I think that was the right call. I just was. I ended up having lunch with the hoping guy. to make you feel bad about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'm indifferent. 
I had lunch with a good friend, uh, and then uh, hang out, hung out with my parents. Dad worked, worked most of the weekend, but I got into a Netflix show and actually started and finished, which is rare for me. I don't I don't binge watch much shows, but it's called The Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Will and I started that last night. Yeah, it came out just that Friday, <laughs> so. I liked it a lot. I'm curious to that's the one with superpowers, right? Yes. And so these 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 folks were adopted by an eccentric billionaire and they all have superpowers. One guy oh, just talking about this tonight, one guy can throw there's just a lot of unanswered questions <laughs> with these superpowers. And I'm only two episodes in, but the guy can throw the knife and make it curve around and hit whatever he wants. <coughs> but it seems to me, like, couldn't he do that with other objects just as easily? Is this like uh, the arrow from what was that? What was that super that guy's name in a uh, green arrow? No, not the green arrow. Is the guy that whistled with his arrow and the raccoon was in that movie? Y'all know what uh, I'm talking about. Yondo. I'm Mary Yondu. Poppins. Yondu. Yeah, Yondu's arrow. Is it kind of like that, where he can just make anything fly around? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're getting in too much into comic book. Lore, I don't know. And then, and then, like this guy who can travel in space and also in time, but very inconsistently. He's just uh, suddenly he can't move in time and space anymore. It's because you've only seen the second episode. I'm just saying I have a lot of questions <laughs> and I demand answers. It's called the space-time continuum. Talk to Einstein. It's about actually it. pronounced continuum. <laughs> There's two U's there in continuum. So you got to pronounce it. It's just like vacuum. <laughs> Both of the U's. I, you took Latin, Cook. You know that just as well as I do. Did you, learn that, your, did you learn that at your the boarding school? <laughs> <laughs> learned that in my Latin class. Thank you very much. <laughs> Off weekend, uh, nothing really happened. It was my father's <laughs> birthday, which was neat. That's neat, yeah. Um, got to serve at o, St. Joseph Oost. Uh, for the mayor and also the priest. Can you remind us? Because if uh, we get that, but tell us a little more about, yeah, about yeah. Actually, how you, know, you serve for the mayor. I think uh, the Totus Tutus guys will probably be able to tell you more. But um, so Ost used to be an actual town. Uh, there used to be a post office, a, mm, a general store, all kinds of neat stuff, whatever. But there was a tornado back in the day. It took out half the town, but the church stood. Um, so basically, the town of Os consists of the church there, um, probably two houses, and the school that is on the parish campus. So um, I believe about there was how a- many people would you say currently live hmm. <laughs> within? Two miles of the center of town, which okay. I assume is probably the, the church miles. there. Let's see. I'm going to give it a solid 10 to 15 people live within <laughs> two Depending miles. on how many family members are home at, at yeah, any given yeah. time. A yeah. solid five families, we'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Cook and I have both been to Oast. It's a we had training I, yeah, out there for yeah, Totus too. It's all all about Oast, Kansas. One yeah. of the gems of the diocese. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable saying that it's a, it's oh, a gemstone sure. of the diocese of Wichita. Yeah. Uh, right now we have Father Dan Dooling, who is amazing. He does his job very well. Um, before that, Father Aaron Spexarth, and before that, we had the legend uh, Father Ivan Eck, who mm-hmm. is just a mm-hmm. pillar of the diocese. I'd mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. What's most interesting to me is not all of these great people in the diocese <laughs> and, and the impact that they've made and the history 
and and steadfastness of Oast Kansas. What I'm most interested about right now is the bylaws of this unincorporated town. Can you can you tell me more about that, or should I just? I don't uh, I don't I don't know much about that. You ought to tell me. Yeah, Cook. What what do you know about the bylaws of of Oast so, Kansas? So to, during Totus Tuus training, uh, Father Dan had some of the seminarians back, and we sat around his back porch and um, just sort of chatted. And it was it was really really good um, vocation wise for myself and some of the other guys there shared yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he said, uh, long story short, that whoever is the priest, as I understand, of, of St. Joe Ost is the mayor of the town. And so he is both mayor and priest of St. Joe Ost. <laughs> and so that whole night we were joking about, can you appoint me as police I chief? Be, I want to be a deputy, Father Dan. I just want to be. I ask him that most times I see him. I've only seen him like twice since then. But I still, I still follow up about that deputy thing because I think it's. What he said was the largest church in the town, which is pretty normal for an unincorporated, I guess, in this part of the country, where the largest church in the town, the leader of that church also is the, the mayor, The mayor, in case any decisions like that oh, wow. need yeah. to be made. So that's just that's pretty, neat. pretty I, darn I no cool. It's just honestly, pretty darn so. cool. <laughs> so I, hope, I hope it's real and not just something that Father, <laughs> Father Dan, Dan made up. And now I'm just like, <laughs> this is for sure the way it is. So, Father Dan, if you're listening, uh, please promote us. <laughs> <laughs> We're big fan. Oast, Kansas is a friend of the show. <laughs> I think that's clear. So, yeah, other than that, had my father's birthday party out the house. Uh, I come from a rather large family of uh, 13 kids. So, um, and I am the youngest, being 20 years old. So, that means there's a lot of grandkids and nieces and nephews running yeah. around. A lot of noise. Um, I'd say my favorite part was um, I was playing on my acoustic guitar uh, in front of my little uh, goddaughter, who is one years old now, and I was trying to get her to understand how to play the guitar, but she <laughs> really just doesn't understand. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'd like, I'd, you know, kind of make her strum the chords, you know, make her hear the sound, and she'd get all excited, and then she'd just grab the chords, <laughs> and, like, not like it was like a death grip. I was like, all right, all right, it's enough for today, okay? <laughs> we'll try again in you, about five years. You've <laughs> clearly learned a lot, but let's not try and overdo it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, must have a breaking. Oh, here he is, here he is. Yeah, good morning. This is uh, this is the Big Frog 1099. I am Flat Jackson, the host of uh, of the news portion here at the Big Frog 1099, the sister station of the Sim Life Podcast. And I have a breaking news update bulletin from the Catholic Advance. Chris Riggs reporting that there will be an expansion to the St. Joseph House of Formation to be completed over the summer of 2019. That is this year, folks. That is this year that the expansion is taking place to replace flooring and windows and paint colors and also to build a whole new chapel. It is insane! Thank you for listening. And, well, thank you, Flap Jackson, for that update. I, I did see that in the Catholic Advance over over a week ago now, so it seems kind of odd that you're just now kind of getting to that. But we we appreciate your enthusiasm. Not quite breaking news, but it is news. <laughs> it seems like it's a Flap Jackson. Everything is breaking news, and I don't – I never quite understand that. But I am very excited about these improvements that are getting started. What are y'all thinking? They had the architect come in for dinner one day, and I remember he'd been walking around the house plenty of times, and everyone else, I'm pretty sure, knew exactly what the heck was going on. <laughs> and it wasn't until they had the uh, 
uh, I'm setting up this projector and I'm like, it just must be a guest speaker. And I'm setting up the projector and it wasn't until some architecture is displaying on this projector that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I was pretty, I was pretty excited just to uh, see, see everything they're doing, especially uh, in the Hennessy house. Uh, Bormeo's sort of had the kitchen uh, redone mm-hmm. by and large. There's still some stuff to be done t- to it, but um, the, a pantry is really what we need in Hennessy. We're sort of, I'm... everything's just sort of scattered all over the place and there's somewhat of a system, but as soon as someone else comes in and organizes it, it gets reorganized. Uh, but that's just with living people, with, living with other people. So I'm, I'm excited to, I think that's the number one excitement, honestly. Just to get, to get, a, get a new kitchen put into place. Yeah. yeah you, know what I, you know what I've always thought about Hennessy House? There's just too darn many walls. There's too many walls in that place that it's about time somebody took a sledge and just knocked some of those walls on out of here. There are a lot that's of walls. That's what I've been saying is there's too many walls. I, mean, I believe it was built in, what was it? 1960s. 1960s? I thought it said 40 something on the wall. Anyway, it's super old, old building. Um, were walls more popular then? Than yeah, they, today? they really were. You had hallways <laughs> all over the place. Nowadays, more modern construction, as Nolan could probably tell you, is more open floor plans, which is what the floor plan looks like for Hennessy next year. Yeah. So. I guess I, I just would have to say that I'm a little disappointed that my submitted floor plan got rejected because I was just going for the ultimate open floor plan, which is no walls. <laughs> you walk in and you got like the supporting pillars you need because oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm not insane. I'm not trying to make the engineers go crazy or anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying z- that you have a house. Your house has four walls. Use them well. <laughs> if you want the walls on your bathroom, tough luck, no walls on the outside. There's your four right there. I think some cool water features can add privacy for certain areas. But just wow. really, just the height of the, three story, the, the two stories with the basement, but no floors and no walls. So it's just, it's just this big space and there's just so much room within that space to just really whatever you need to do so so a cardboard box outside during a rainstorm (laughs) (laughs) tell me about the the chapel is that something that that's maybe something also that i'm pretty excited about is the the chapel edition so what i've been told is that the stained glass windows are going to be huge from basically almost this the bottom of the floor to the ceiling that sounds incredible and, and this is a, an additional building right this going yeah, in. yeah yeah an additional attachment so there'll be like a hallway connecting it but there'll also be like a formal entrance for people who come in from the outside oh nice yeah and uh, it'll be handicap access so don't worry about that um let's see do you know where the stained glass is coming from because i had heard i just heard coastal but i didn't know if pennsylvania there was a, pennsylvania yeah, yeah that's right that's right mm. coming out of a old church and the it's going to take long to get here because they're going to have to redo all the filament, the lead filament. Because oh. it's the same glass is over 100 years old. Wow. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm very I'm excited right. to have. Our, our current chapel space has room for maybe 15 people comfortably. Mm-hmm. And you could stretch and you to can 20 squeeze probably. to 20, 22 <laughs> if you're not too worried very about comfort and if you're very good friends with everybody yeah. that's around <laughs> you. But... Uh, yeah, so I'm, that, I think that's what I'm most excited for is to have uh, our dedicated space and we'll have mass there on weekdays. Mm-hmm. And it'll, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm in the process now of going through and taking pictures of everything just so we can remember how everything once was 
when we get nostalgic and we yeah. can we can look back. I believe the stained glass is also of the Last Supper and of a shepherd guiding some sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Wow. Good. I'm I'm fine. Yeah, the very room we're standing in will actually turn into a study room. Mm. I think. Which Allegedly, I think it'll be a podcast room. Well, That's what, as soon as I <laughs> be see, both. Yeah, it'll be both. the good old Catholic both. <laughs> Got you there. Depends on whether I can corner Bob Simpson to this week or not. We'll see. We'll see what comes out. No, it's just it's what the construction workers do, right? At the end of the day, you can have all the plans you want, but what? But what happens? You know Are you what I mean? You're saying you're going to bribe the construction I'm sa- workers. I'm just that saying work I may this. have found my summer employment. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, walls! I'm coming for you. If I have to clean that up, oh man! I wanted to to really quickly document some of the the fashion trends going on through the house right now. Very recently, Newman University was part of the J.C. Penney Suit Up event, which is where you could go in and they gave you some amount off. Was it 40, 50 percent, something off of uh, their their prices of of dress clothes? And we wear dress clothes with some frequency. And so that was really good for us. JC Penny, if you're looking to sponsor or something, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Some life podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, I had a rule for myself heading into that that I'm allowed to buy only one tie. <laughs> And it couldn't be blue because I already have too many blue ties. I walked out with two ties. And the first time I walked up to the cash register, one of them was blue. I quickly, um, I was talked out of it by, by, by Tomas, who, who helped me out. And so I, I went back and got a, a, a slick looking red one instead. But I've, Nolan and I were just talking about this earlier, some of the different, the different fashion movements within the house. I wonder maybe what, what you've been noticing, Nolan. So what I've been noticing is that we're starting to wear driving caps. And for you that don't know, they're, <laughs> they're trending. Kind of, kind of like the working man's cap of the 1920s or like 1800s, 1920s. Like a paper era. boy sort of cap. Yeah, yeah like out of Newsies. Yeah. And then we also got our regular flannel that everybody likes to wear. I'm wearing flannel right now. I want, and we'll we'll wear flannel out to different campus events. Is that what ended up getting worn to the trivia night? Did you guys go to the trivia night? Yeah, I think they wore flannel. Yeah, yeah. I, I went. All of us were wearing flannel, and we got complimented <laughs> by at least half the people for uh, being in uniform. People are suckers for coordinating outfits. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Flannel is always a hundred. Mm-hmm. Always a hundred in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I've also noticed that we're all getting in uh, some more sweaters, and those look pretty sharp compared to the. The official ones. Do you think people just get tired of wearing the same dress shirt every day? And so they just want to mix it up a little bit, maybe? Mine put a little just. Blue sweater on, a little black sweater on. The amount of times I'm cooking, it just. What happens is I cook and then it's dirty and it smells. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, well, I got to wash it. And then I wash it. And then as soon as it's done washing, I end up getting it dirty again after cooking. Uh huh. And so I'll, I'll wear it to house events because that's what they've asked of us. But outside of that, it's either my so slap that sweater on top of cross it. country sweater or uh, and off you go the, the nice dress sweater. Yeah, yeah. So here at the House of Formation, prayer is a huge part of what we do. As many of you uh, former listeners and constant listeners uh, probably know, and the assumption is probably made as it is a seminary. Uh, it, the math adds up on that, right? <laughs> yes, very nicely. Uh, one of the books I've recently, or one of the authors more so I've been reading a lot of was C.S. Lewis. So I, I finished off uh, this, the Screwtape Letters, which I'd been reading before. So good. Uh, and I really just, I, 
it's all just ink all over the place in that book because it's, it's such a good book. And recently I've picked up A Grief Observed and it's C.S. Lewis after uh, he lost his wife. And it's mm. it's really good of just, oh, I, I've loved it. Um, and there's a, there's a line that I, I sent to the group chat and I, the guys here might have read it, but it's, uh, uh, is people say God is good. Um, the dentist is good. Does that, and he, he, somebody else, he's making this connection of, this dentist is a really good dentist, but it still hurts. <laughs> yeah. And it does make it easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he's, he's, he didn't go into all that connection. He's just trying to make a point of this just because it, he's a good God doesn't mean it's yeah necessarily easy. So, and I'm not, I don't have the theology to discuss that at all. So I'm not going to try <laughs> someday, yeah, someday, someday, maybe yeah. someday, maybe, but as far as influencing your prayer life, you found that that's something to, yeah, as, as an author, that's pretty easy to, to think, pivot into. Yeah. Prayer. From what I've read of CS Lewis, he's, his theology is very easy to by and large jump into. I, I have appreciated having read a lot of Augustine and whatnot, because there are some stuff where he'll make references, but had I not known that, I still would have got 50, 70% of what he said. And he is remarkable in his ability to state things with succinctness and approachability, but that has a greater depth yeah. that, you, that you can grab on and, and, and get down with. What yeah. a cool, great, yeah. great author. He's really good. If only he was Catholic. <sighs> I really want to buy his... Uh, <sighs> He just is talking talked to me out of it for now. But they've got a speaking of buying trends in the house of formation. <laughs> if you ever want to get a seminarian uh, something, try a book. There's a there's a you can get all of his uh basically the, almost all of his. There's a few that are out of the set, but it's all of his theological sets and it's and this design that it's all sort of designed similar on each of the books and they've got this different color scheme and different art. Uh it's and it's fifty dollars on Amazon. It's got the, like the big the big books of his theology that are there and small part of me thinks about, but also in the back of my head, it looks so good on your shelf cook. Yes. That, that's one of the, Oh, you love how those pages are to write on. What if you had those, that's, yeah. all of them. That's exactly what's going through my head right now. <laughs> but also what's going through my head is my mom saying, Matt, save something for us for Christmas. Matt, save something for us for Christmas. Yeah, that's my mom, and that's all I got. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I figure I, I figure I'd say that because my dad will listen, and then he'll tell my mom. So then I'll, I'll get a, about a week from now, I'll get a text from my mom saying thank you. Just, <laughs> just some planting little seeds of buy this for me, please. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. Just that way. call your parents and talk to them. Cook. You don't have to come on to a podcast to bring stuff up. If you need something, just let them know. Funny story. So I was at the K-State game and you know how they do the panels of the crowd? Well, one of yeah. the signs that somebody was holding up was, Mom, please send money. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> please buy me C.S. Lewis books. I really like them. <laughs> Gold. So yeah, in the, in the idea of prayer, my off-campus weekend, I spent part of it in Humboldt, Kansas, which is over by Chanute and, and Yates Center down in southeast Kansas a little bit. My grandpa's from there, and the Knights of Columbus down there sponsor me, and so they're part of the reason this podcast exists. We can't just afford all of this equipment on our own, so some of our, our Knights of Columbus sponsorships um, really do help out with uh, making this podcast possible and, and a lot of the, the odds and ends of being a seminarian. So they invited me out to Humboldt to speak at their night's breakfast that they had afterwards. So they had their, their pancake and sausage breakfast, which was just delightful. And I just shared part of my vocation story and stuff after that. But I got to sleep in the old rectory there in Humboldt, Kansas, and stay in the rectory where Father Tom Scaletti 
had retired out to. He passed mm-hmm. away this last year, and some of his stuff was still there. His uh, just specifically like his his mass kit was still there, set up, and it had because often priests will come in and do retreats there or meet up. Mm-hmm. still in Southeast Kansas. Um, there, so there's there's a spot for mass, and his his parents, both of their little funeral cards, were sitting there in front of the altar, and his breviary set was there with a lot of his books, and this is a, a four volume set that is held together by duct tape and grace. <laughs> like it is, ju- this is just a battle worn breviary set that you know had just seen rain and snow and dirt and weeks mm-hmm. and tears and hard times, and and that was just like a. A very impactful thing for me to I, I picked it up and just held it in my hand and be like this is part of this this life that I'm that I'm praying towards and, mm-hmm. and moving towards and just what a, a what a physical symbol of commitment and mm-hmm. fidelity and and faithfulness to your vocation that was in the the wear of this of this breviary set so I hope I hope my breviary set that seems so fresh and new in comparison may one day be <laughs> as as run down as all that I don't treat my books very well so chances are good <laughs> that it could get there so moving from the, the prayer portion we're moving into the, the Q&A and we have uh, two seminarians who have not been on the show before so I think it'd be a good time now to hear from them and Nolan would you mind sharing uh, your vocation story just a, a brief maybe two or three minutes with us how'd you get here Nolan well I got here by a car <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, going back to second grade, uh, <laughs> seeing like first communion, you know, second grade, Father Bellinger, just the mm. reverence for the Eucharist. What a man. And then, then the very next year, my sister receiving the Eucharist, I actually uh, would practice with her, but I'd play the role of the priest. And that was obviously a sign, I guess. But also in like the first second second grade, I drew myself as a priest. I completely <laughs> forgot about this. But, and last year at graduation, my graduation party, my mom gave that to me as a gift. I was like, no way. <laughs> Moms keep everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So moving on to around fifth grade, uh, Father Caladukan in inner seminary, and well, this is like is option like, oh, I can actually do this. Mm. This is actually a thing that's possible. Mm-hmm. And so I've always looked up to him as like a role model. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few years later, Father Derek Tommy, my other cousin, entered seminary. And it just kept on popping in and out of my mind. And eventually it just came to the point where I had to act on it. So, yeah. So you're, you've just graduated, Carol, this last spring, right? And yes. then you're, you're a freshman a freshman now. What's that, what's that transition like to both the seminary but also to college? Is it, I bet it's a different experience than, than high school. I, of course, went to a boarding school, so don't, <laughs> don't know as much about that, but maybe share a little bit of that. Uh, definitely a different experience, as in uh, a lot more prayer life in the seminary. Mm-hmm. You get a lot mm-hmm. more time for prayer, which I love. But the classes and the cl- amount of classes you have, that's what's kind of surprised me because I'm used to attending about 35 hours a week <laughs> in high school, <laughs> 35 credit hours. So, uh, yeah, doing 17, 16 credit hours a week is like you have so much free time to watch movies, which is a time waster. <laughs> as me and Isaac have found out this past yeah, semester. That's what but you if, think. You really don't have the time, but you do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you have so much free time until you realize that, no, that time really wasn't free all along and that it was actually time that you needed to be doing something else. That hits you more later, sophomore, junior year, I've no, I, in my yeah, experience anyway. Yeah, yeah. You'll, it'll, it'll hit you. <laughs> and enjoy it while you can. That, yeah. sounds, that sounds great. Thanks. We'll Will do. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Isaac? Oh, let's you're, you're see. You're also a freshman this year. Let's see. But you didn't, That's you yes. graduated in 
you've taken so much Spanish. I'm so I proud know, right? of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, you graduated in 2017. I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so okay. tell me a little bit about your story. All right. Sure. Um, so just like I think most people, second grade, you know, you're receiving reconciliation and then your first communion. Um, you know, you get those graces and it's kind of a rush, you know, you're kind of on that God high, whatever. And, um, I don't know if everybody has felt this way, but from hearing other guys' stories, um, you know, you get the picture that like, Oh, in second grade, I think that's where a lot of guys see like, Oh, I could be a priest. That's really cool. I really like what he's doing. Seeing the sacrament up on the altar, just really something draws you to it. Yeah. Other than that, uh, my second grade teacher, Miss Noonan, I don't know where she's at now, but she's a great lady. She had what we called an atrium in the corner of her classroom where we uh, would learn about the sacraments and the parables and whatnot. She had all these uh, figures and stuff that she could like perform um, parables, you know, on these little boards and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the felt made out of felt. Yeah. What are, yeah. What, oh, what are those called? I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know I'm with you. I'm with right, you. Right, right. But then also she had like little cruets and stuff that you could like, oh yeah, this is the parts of the mass. We'll kind of run through it and tell you what they're about. Looking back in second grade, I spent a lot of time in that atrium just like, you know, messing around and, you know, saying, <laughs> uh, reading the words of consecration. I'm like, oh, this is so cool, you know, but, uh, you know, years down the road, you know, you kind of like, oh, other things come to mind, whatever. And being a priest never really was a big thought in my head. I never saw a lot of vocations growing up out at St. Joe. We don't have a lot of vocations out there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll change. I don't know. Maybe I'll inspire some kids anyway. <laughs> so then also in like fifth grade, you know, you uh, get up on the altar with father and whatnot, and you're right there during the consecration, And it's another awesome moment. And you're just like, wow, if I was a priest right now, there's so much power right there, so much uh, to be desired going on through high school and stuff never really gave it much thought I'm like oh I'm just gonna be married and do what my dad did you know <laughs> uh, work hard the rest of my life and then die <laughs> um, but in yeah. the in the best possible way yeah for in the sure best possible oh, yeah. sense of that yeah you know yeah. I love my parents they did great yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give college much of a thought you know I was I was just gonna be a working guy and I carried that through outside of high school you know I you know, squeaked by out of high school. All right, not going to college. I found a job with the city of Andale. They took care of me for a good year. And last Lent, I really dug in and like, I was praying every morning and I was going to mass daily. And yeah, I was, and that thought of searching out or seeking my vocation came back to mind. And I was like, huh, maybe I should give this a little deeper thought. So I called Linda at the vocations office and yeah. friend of the show right for sure <laughs> um yeah and it was lent at that point so she's like all right well he has all these retreats and then easter so you'll talk to him in like three months Holy I was like, cow. okay cool <laughs> you know? yeah yeah so yeah then i started the application process and next fall there i was in seminary not sure how I got here, but I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> I think uh, all of us can share that. Yeah, <laughs> by grace. Yeah, by yeah. Grace the grace is, of God is okay. the only answer. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you guys for for sharing that with us. One of the the perks maybe of being a seminarian is that you send and receive a lot more mail. A lot of the mm-hmm. different Catholic schools around will have their classes write to you. So I've got a pen pal out in Newton. I write to a second grade class in Derby. And during Christmas, we get just random Christmas cards from different different groups across the diocese, different schools. These, I, these from St. Francis, not St. Francis, St. Thomas Aquinas? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that right? St. Thomas Aquinas. 
Um, some real gems here, but Nolan, can you give us just a, 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 a word picture of what you've got right in front of you right now? So imagine this folded paper, normal paper, right? But there's green and red, so it's all bright and cheery. And it says Merry Christmas on the outside, so you're excited to open it. Yeah. Then you open it, and there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it is with another one. Man. <laughs> so this one has a bunch of snowflakes and uh, deer on the outside. Saying, Pretty impressive reindeer. And it says Merry yeah. Christmas. Uh-huh. And you open it, and she says, Today, instead of listening to music in the car, I'll pray uh, an angel of God to you, for you to have your angels come down and watch all over all oh, of you. Oh, that's so sweet. So I thought that was really sweet. That's really things. nice. That and? There's such a variety of different yeah. of different <laughs> modes of, of sure. cards. This one says, Feliz Navidad, again with the uh, red and green hey, on the outside. We're in Spanish. We know what that means. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. So this one asks, What's your name? And are you a priest, bishop, or deacon? <laughs> so this one says Merry Christmas. And there's green and there's like snow and a tr- Christmas tree on the outside. So you're expecting, you know, it's cheery. You open it up and it says, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I love, we love getting yeah. mail. Whenever, when, especially getting the, uh, whenever we get a classroom, usually you can, you hear some laughter and you'll run into the room and all the guys will come in and we'll go through and read them. Just yeah. Cause. It is beautiful and awesome. If you want to send us any mail to the show or just to us individually, you can send that to 145 South Millwood Avenue in Wichita, Kansas, 67213. As always, you can email the show semlifepodcast at gmail.com. That's S-E-M-L-Y-F-E. I want us to go out on some music that was recorded on this equipment with the very, very talented Grace Veronica, you can find her now on Spotify. So this is her first album that she's released on Spotify. I was blessed and privileged to help her uh, mix and master and record this music. So I want to end us on that. Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. You speak to me. It's quiet. It's soft. Until today I never listened To the pleading in my heart Now I live a life with you It is impossible to say no